step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm gonna make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you wanna get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of The Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play The Godfather, now at ChampaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. VGW Group, no purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. See terms and conditions, 18 plus. Good evening, ladies and gentlemen. My name is David Cox, and I'm the host of the New America Movement. Thank you for tuning in to our show again this evening because we've got some great stuff we want to share with you. I want to just start out by saying the violence in Chicago continues. 20-something people shot this weekend. I think almost eight were murdered. So uh, I don't know how you feel about that, but we have war zones across this country where just the average Joe and his family would not be uh, found or would not be wise to ride through those neighborhoods. So the question is, why does this keep happening and how do we fix it? Things politicians need to look at and say, we need to find answers because in any community and city that we live in, the idea of people like in Chicago being murdered, uh, innocent people, people who are just bystanders, children, uh, we cannot allow this to continue to happen in this country. So share that with your political leaders and say, hey, when are we going to fix the violence in this country? I'm not talking about just the local uh, communities that you and I are living in, but in these big cities like New York and Los Angeles, just the murder rates and the violence is just out of control. And Chicago's at the top of the list. Can you imagine living in a neighborhood where over 20 to 40 people are shot every weekend, every weekend, and an average of five to 10 are killed, just murdered by gunshots? Uh, So we have to pray for these communities because I do believe divine intervention is necessary. At least the Almighty God would give us wisdom to know how to lead through these perilous times. Uh, But with that being said, in Kenosha, Wisconsin, on August the 25th, Kyle Rittenhouse uh, shot uh, a couple individuals. Of course, you've been following some of this if you're listening to the podcast, and you know that he's on trial. And, And what's interesting about this case is it has become so politicized. Uh... The Department of Justice and the defense here, or the prosecution, are not concerned about truth or justice or what's right. It's almost like they're saying, we've got to have a conviction. I mean, man, in America, if you shoot somebody and you're a white guy and he's black, you've you got to get a conviction on this guy, uh, regardless if it's true or not, right or wrong. Now, let me say this. There have been a lot of situations where Cops, white cops and black cops have shot innocent people, white people and black people. And our justice system did the right thing. They prosecuted these people and they're now in prison. And that's the right thing to do. But here you have a case where this cow guy shows up and his intentions are to wipe graffiti off buildings and sidewalks. Uh, He's just trying to be a good neighbor. And he gets in, but but he, he did bring a weapon. But if he didn't have that weapon, he would be dead today. So, 
with that being said, uh, I guess there was a, a good divine purpose for that because according to the testimony of a lot of the people from drones, from viewers, uh, several of these people chasing him were trying to kill him. One said, I'm going to bash your brains in with a skateboard. And I don't know how you feel about that. And I'm because the prosecution said, is that reason to kill somebody? Well, when someone comes up to you and they're swinging something like a skateboard that weighs about 25 pounds, it's very hard metal, uh, fiberglass. If it hits you in the head several times, you're probably going to have brain damage or die. But his words were they wanted to kill this guy. They were trying to cause bodily harm on him. Then the other guy fires a weapon. And Cal turns around, and his life, he sees, is being threatened, so he fires back. Sadly to say, two people are killed. One is injured. Now, following this case, you get a lot of different people around the community who are commenting on it, and it's like he's already convicted, and he's guilty without the trial uh, proceeding. So I don't know what your thoughts are, but what do you feel about the justice system in America today where people can actually make a mistake and it's politi- it's a political mistake. And what I mean by that is uh, if this was a white guy shooting a white guy, would we be talking about this subject? If it was an Asian guy shooting a Latino, for example, would we be talking about this? Of course not. It's just because a white guy shot a black guy that it becomes international news. Now, we should never fire our weapon unless we know emphatically that we're going to experience severe bodily harm or death. You have a right, you have a a, a, a stand-your-ground right in Wisconsin. We have one here in South Carolina. So if your life is being threatened, you can use deadly force to defend yourself. It's the law. Now, the question is, was his life being threatened? I think the defense has already proven that. And the more the prosecution works on this, the more they prove that Cal is innocent. But what's interesting is all the political leaders around the country that have already tried Cal, and they're expecting a verdict of guilty. They want to send this guy to jail forever. But what do you think about LeBron James? Uh, Is he trying to be the new political voice in America? I mean, his ratings and likability in America is sinking to an all-time low because he's playing the racist card with every event that happens in America. Now, I don't know what his life background is. Maybe he was beat up by a cop, or maybe he did experience some form of injustice in this country, but hey, haven't we all? Uh, So the question then is, why is he weighing in on this issue? So let me back up a moment. All of us have suffered some sort of abuse. I remember me a couple years ago, I'm coming out of Anderson and I have a little sleep apnea. And so it's two o'clock in the afternoon. You know what? I am so sleepy. And I feel like, man, if I could just take a 20 minute nap, I'd feel a lot better. So I pull over to a gas station and I'm in my little car. I lock the doors. The car's running. It was the summertime. I had the air on low and I just lean back and take me a 20 minute nap. I've done that a thousand times. Hey, it's what people sleep apnea do. And all of a sudden, I hear this knock on the window, and it wakes me up, and I look up, and there's an officer standing right by the window, and he's tapping on the window. So I kind of shake my head. I'm asleep, and 
I rolled the window down and I said, hey, can I help you? And he said, what are you doing? I said, well, I have sleep apnea. I was tired and I took a nap because I think that's better than me going down the road, hitting a car uh, head on and, and killing someone or myself. And so I just took a nap. I can take a 20-minute power nap and I'm good to go all day. But he was sort of insultive. He was sort of like, well, you don't need to be sitting out here like this. You need to get up and leave. Well, I'm on private property. I, don't, I can stay here all night if I want to, unless the manager comes out and tells me to leave. And he hasn't done that. I haven't hurting anybody. I'm not a threat to anybody. I'm just sitting in a parking space. Pace. But did this officer have a right to force me to leave a private piece of property, a gas station, just because he said he or thought he could do that. Of course, he didn't have that right. Now, I didn't argue with him. I just left. But I got in my car and I said, wow, that is sort of abuse of a power. Uh, first of all, I went through taking my nap. Secondly, I wouldn't hurt anybody. Uh, thirdly, if I had a wreck and hurt somebody, judge would say, well, you were sleepy. Why didn't you just pull over side road and take a nap? Well, that's the logical thing to do. It's what I've done many times, and I did it this time. And so I sort of felt like, you know, that's abuse of a power. I didn't like that. Well, I can tell you there have been a few other times I've been stopped by officers, and, you know, I've got that really uh, dominating attitude of, what are you doing? Why'd you do this? Don't do this anymore. I think, okay, officer, it's okay. My bad. I'm sorry. But I never left feeling comfortable about it, you know. So I know what it's like to go through some of this. One time I owned a business, and a minority across the street called the police on me. And five officers walk up to my business, and they start threatening me. And I said, well, let me share my story. I said, I've been, I just rode across this property. And immediately, they shut me down and said, look, we know this guy. We believe him over you. I said, you don't even know me. I'm like 25 years old. And I tried to talk and explain, oh, we don't want to hear what you've got to say. Shut up or we'll arrest you. And I thought, wow, you're on my property that I have a license to operate in this community. And you as officers are saying this to me? And I just let it go. But they were ready to take me to jail for no reason at all. So I say this. I, all of us have experienced some of that. My son's riding down the road 10 o'clock at night. He gets pulled over by an officer. An officer tells him and a buddy, hey, pull everything out of your car. I want to search it. So, you know, 10 o'clock at night, side the road, they pull everything out of their car. And he's looking for dope or something he can arrest these guys for. And he didn't find anything. And so he just says, okay, thank you. And my son says, well, what about all the stuff pulled out of my car? He said, put it back in. Now, was that a justifiable stop? Of course it was not. It was an illegal stop. They had no reason to stop them. The point I'm trying to make is all of us have felt a little bit leaned on at some point by officers, but they're not all like that. A lot of them are good. I went through a red light in Gatlinburg a couple weeks ago. I mean, I just run right through it. Six o'clock in the morning, it turned yellow. I kept going. It turned red, and I didn't stop. I got pulled over. Police officer comes out and says, hey, what's going on? I said, look, I know why you stopped me. Bad decision. Uh, it, it turned red. I thought the best thing to do was try to get through it. And he says, okay, that's fine. He said, but you need to be careful. You still get killed doing this. I said, sir, I'm wrong, and I deserve a ticket. And he says, no, I'm not going to give you a ticket. I'm not going to give you a warning. I just want you to be careful. Very nice officer. I've had officers come on my business. I've had officers that I've dealt with in other property uh, management issues, and they've all been very professional and very nice. So you are going to have all kind of experiences with police officers. It's just going to happen. So how do you handle that? Well, number one, 
you know, I'm, I'm glad police officers have got a little bit of grit, to be honest with you, because there's some situations where if they didn't, I'm wondering what would happen. Uh, I was in a situation one time where a police officer or a man got violent with me, and, and, and I'd never, I've never been in a fight in my life. I'm a negotiator. And this guy wanted to whip my butt. He was cussing me and threatening me, and my wife ran out. And uh, I mean, there was no reason with this guy. This guy was just bugged out, wanted to jump me. And so we call 911. He comes out here, and he just takes control of that thing. And, I mean, you know, I felt good. He did a superb job. Matter of fact, I wrote uh, a letter of thank you to the police station saying, listen, this guy was very professional. Once he got on the scene, he took control. He stopped what was going on. And if a police officer had been there, I'd have probably got a black eye and a maybe a, a broke rib or something because this guy wanted to fight me. And, and, and so – you know, I, I was so thankful to see that officer there. So I want to say that there are a lot of great officers, black and white. But the question is, when people like, Le, Le, and I'm a little off target here, but I'm saying that because we all have felt what perhaps LeBron James has felt at some point in our life, where maybe an officer was a little heavy handed. But now here is Cal. Let's get back to the main subject. He shoots two people and kills them, and he, and, he, and he wounds one. He's on trial for his life, and you've got people judging him without the trial and the facts all being presented. So let me pull this up, and let's look at LeBron for a moment. Let's just look at this. So he's tweeting, and he says, what? Tears? In other words, I don't see any tears. I didn't see one, he says. Man, knock it off. That boy ate some lemon heads before walking into that courtroom. Now, this is LeBron. Bond James's version of guilty and innocent. He's just going to look at the guy and decide if he thinks he should go to jail or not for the rest of his life. So he's got his mind made up. Now, this is a guy who's worth millions of dollars, who has had a great career in basketball, and now he's weighing in on political issues. And his influence is pretty good in America because, you know, thousands and millions of people know who he is. And so when he speaks, I mean, people are going to listen to him. And so why are you... As a professional athlete, now deciding to play political activist and weigh in on a case that's if this guy is innocent, which he is, I mean, the prosecution has already proved uh, his case without a defense because they've already testified in court that this guy only was acting in self defense. So the, the verdict has to be innocent. Now, when that happens, What's going to happen with the Black Lives Matter movement? What's going to happen with people like LeBron James saying uh, he should have been found guilty? So if you believe in the justice system, you got to let it ride. It is what it is. If he shot these people and there was no threat upon his life, he should go to prison because that's murder. But this is self-defense. I'm sorry. It is what it is. So how do we justify our systems in America where – when you're guilty, you're guilty. And when you're innocent, you're innocent. And political activists wait or they weigh in with wisdom, not with stupidity like LeBron James and saying, oh, he ate some lemon heads. That boy ain't crying. He's guilty. You know, we can't run our country like this, folks. And if we're going to fix our racial issues in this country, then we've got to be honest with each other. We've got to call it out for what it is. If you're innocent, you're innocent. If you're guilty, you're guilty. There's no moving of the cards or, or, or sliding of the hand in this court case. You see everything that's happening. You tell me this guy's guilty when he's running for his life and gunshots are being fired at him. 
People are screaming uh, death threats at him, and he's trying to defend himself. Now, mind you, there are no police here again because, you know, they're not welcome at these rallies, and they're told to stay away from, from things that could endanger the public. So I'm just asking you this question. What's your thoughts on this? Uh, as a political activist, are you not wise enough to say, let the facts be the facts? Uh, can we not? We built this country on facts and a judicial system that's been fair for the most part. And now we just want to throw it away and take the life of an innocent man who only came to help people. He cannot control the fact that black people in that community ran after him. He can't control that fact. He was trying to stop a garbage bin from being pushed in front of a gas station and set on fire, threatening the lives of every black person within probably 200 foot of that gas station because it would have exploded and could have killed a lot of people. And so is he a hero or is he a murderer? You know, I don't, you, you have to be the judge of that, but look at the facts, be honest with yourself and call it for what it is. LeBron, my best advice to you is stop. Don't weigh in on this stuff unless you have enough of wisdom and education to be fair. I'd like to know your thoughts and opinions of this. This is, of course, the New American Movement. Thank you for tuning in. We appreciate it so much. May God bless you. Have a great day. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of The Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play The Godfather, now at ChompaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. VGW Group, no purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. See terms and conditions, 18 plus.